0: Hello and welcome back to A Pinch of Honesty and the last day of January and I will say for those of you that are caught up on your podcast that uh, my trepidation for February is a lot less actually after journaling a lot about it and kind of stewing on a lot (laughs) and mostly what I did was really focus on um, not making the month feel like it's just going to be a repeat of the last month, right? So just kind of focusing on, it's going to be what it's going to be, and I'm just going to have to kind of go with it. So that's helped me quite a bit. So hopefully um, none of you are struggling with the um, month ahead, months, you know, of 365 days of quarantine, um, or, you know, mostly this pandemic, For anybody interested, the hundred day project, um, I decided to really step outside my comfort zone. So besides a list of things I wanna finish craft-wise that, you know, projects I've started or things I need to finish, like I have a girlfriend retiring and I need to work on a project for her. um, Besides that, I did decide that I'm going to do um, a watercolor flower pattern um, every single day. And so, you know, I spent a lot of yesterday going through and pulling out all of the projects I want to do and listing them all out and then um, watching a ton of videos and reading up on watercolors. And in particular, what I really want to do is kind of abstract wildflowers. That's really what I want to do. And, you know, there's lots of different techniques where people doodle with ink on top of the watercolors. And so my very first one um, today, it was like I worked on it. And it didn't look anything like the instructions that I was following, and I was beginning to kind of get down on myself. And you know, from the conversation with Beverly um, a few podcasts back, I just reminded myself: right, you are not a good artist yet. And if I spend a hundred days um, doing watercolor flowers, which is really what I want to do. Um, then I will be better by number 100. I will be better than I am today. And so expecting like you're going to start off day one and it's going to be fantastic was a pretty unrealistic expectation by me. Um, but you know, I was proud enough about the fact that I picked it and that, um, you know, I was also nervous because, you know, it isn't, it isn't what is in my head. It isn't. Um, but I decided I'm going to post them on Instagram anyways, right? Like I'm just going to post them and I'm just going to be real about it. And hopefully by the time I hit day 100, some portion of what is in my mind for how these flowers should look should be on paper. And I'm going to be real gentle with myself and I'm going to allow myself to basically fail at some of these. I'm going to make the assumption that there are going to be some of these flower techniques that I'm going to try. that are going to turn out like absolute garbage and I'm still going to post them and they're going to look bad and I'm going to be okay with that. Um, because again, you know, I'm trying to put more honesty out there in the world, right? That um, it's day one and I am not, I am not a good artist yet. And I'm going to keep, I'm going to just keep persevering, right? Um, I'm just going to keep trying. So that's what's on my list for a hundred days. The other thing I've realized is that um, I've started really making a lot of um, long lists of, you know, here's all the things, including like, you know, I didn't want to forget to do banana bread for my daughter today. And that is helping a ton, just, you know, a massive amount of help. Um, and so if you're not a list maker uh, and, or maybe you're just a slight list maker, I found actually adding in a lot of this stuff where you think you're not really going to forget it, um, it's been helping. It's been helping a ton. So the topic I wanted to talk about today um, is what we put into our bodies. And, you know, I've seen recently a lot of people who are out there who are doing, keto diets or they're doing some semblance of Atkins or they're doing paleo or, I mean, there's a bajillion titles for things and including, right, you know, like the old school South beach or, you know, there's just, there's all these different, um, kind of, I would say food type fads with what people are actually putting in their bodies. And I have, um, a really good set of friends and one of them, um, was, a international competitive, um, power lifter. And he had actually said that if you ever look at the diet fads that come out, they're always based off of what has been done in the power lifting groups. So as the power lifting groups come up with kind of um, more and better techniques to really help um, amplify their muscle tone or help them lift more, um, those things then trickle down into the mass of the population. And then they kind of get picked up. And so he was like, you know, that's where Atkins came from. It's where sort of South Beach came from. It's where Keto came from. Um, You know, and he was like, and if you ever pay attention, those things are always changing over time as bodybuilders are coming up with kind of the latest and greatest for what they need for their physiques. Now, keeping in mind, right, most of us are not, you know, um, international power lifters. We're just not, Right. And, um, I would say, you know, as a adult, right, I've tried calorie counting. I've tried, you know, my husband and I at one point, like when South beach came out, we tried that, we tried eating right for your blood type, right. You know, we tried a lot of these different things just over time and, um, thinking, you know, maybe this will be something that's kind of like more of a lifestyle change. Right. And in the end, here is where I've come to, um, I now try to pay very close attention to what my gut and what my body is telling me based off of what I'm intaking. And so, um, about six months ago I started writing down every single thing I put into my body. Right? So if I had a cup of tea, wrote it down. If I had a glass of water, I wrote it down. And I noticed, um, I tried to pay attention to symptoms, right? So did I feel okay? Was I gassy? Uh, was I bloated? Did I have a headache? You know, all of those types of things. And, what I found was that there were definitely things that I was constantly putting into my body that were causing me to have triggers. Right? So I sent off and I got one of these kits where they test you for food sensitivities. So not allergies, but sensitivities. And you know, I've I've been tested for food allergies and I definitely have food allergies, but the food sensitivity one was really interesting. Um, because it came back and first of all, it included the items that I am allergic to, which was nice. Um, But B, it really pointed to one of the big culprits in my kind of gut overall not being happy, and that is lactose. So it is not that I am lactose intolerant. It is that when lactose gets broken down, it is broken down into sugar. And what I correlated was that when I would eat things with sugar, um, and we're talking complex sugars, right? Like not stuff from like an apple, right? Right. Um, but when I would eat things with complex sugars, I had the exact same response, right? My body had the exact same response. So, you know, about six months ago, um, I decided I'm just going to adjust my diet so that I feel good, right? I'm not adjusting my diet to lose weight. I'm not adjusting my diet to, you know, be a high performance athlete. I'm adjusting my diet so that A, I don't have wretched gas. B, I have much healthier looking poo, (laughs) and see my gut feels okay. And what's really interesting is I did not notice how uncomfortable my gut had gotten over time, that I basically was living with an upset stomach nonstop. And as soon as I started, you know, really focusing on what to take out of my diet to make my gut feel happy and to make kind of the headaches and the fatigue and those types of things feel better... Um, you know, a couple, there were a couple side effects, right? So I did, of course, lose weight because you're modifying your diet. Um, but the thing is, is, you know, I basically stopped filling my body with garbage. (laughs) So it's not, it's not like I don't have a handful of Doritos, right? I'll have a handful of Doritos. Um, it is that, you know, I will not put sour cream on top of a burrito, um, because sour cream is one of the items that really sets me off. Um, I will not have a latte because milk really sets me off. Doesn't matter whether it's dairy free and it doesn't matter whether or not I take something for the lactose in it. It's the sugar, right? Um, I completely cut out, um, eating, you know, cookies and those types of things around the house. And, um, now what I save is I save every once in a while, right? I will have, um, so my very sweet Older sister um, got me a subscription to truffles. And um, so I will save my my treat is one of the truffles that comes. Um, But you know, I can have a tiny bit. But again, I'll notice, right? Like if I have a truffle, then I'll have gas that night, right? Or I'll feel highly uncomfortable. Um, I also noticed that quinoa, which everyone, you know, it's like quinoa, 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 it's the greatest. Quinoa, if I eat quinoa. I am doubled over in pain. I mean, doubled over. It hurts so bad. And um, turns out that there's a chemical on the outside shell, the quinoa, um, that a lot of people have issues digesting. And so, um, you know, what I recommend if you have not actually tried this is just take a week or two and write down absolutely everything. And then as your body starts to tell you things like, oh, like my knee kind of hurts, just write it down, right? And what I found was I could correlate very weird symptoms, right? Like headaches, um, correlated very, very heavily with sugar intake. Um, you know, I could really correlate when I had a lunch that was filled with garbage with, you know, high fatigue. And, um, and what I found now is that I just feel better, right? Like my body feels better. My gut feels better. My poo is better. Um, and so I recommend also, if you haven't taken one of these tests to see what you, your gut is actually sensitive to, uh, it's crazy interesting. Um, and I think it gives you an insight into exactly what's going on, you know, with the bacteria in your tummy. Now, about a year ago, I had worked really hard to try to go through and balance out my gut, right? So I increased my fiber intake. I did a whole bunch of prebiotics, probiotics, you know, I really wanted to balance out my gut bacteria. And I felt like for maybe about a month, I had things kind of under control. And then it turns out, you know, I started not feeling well again. And that coincided with me kind of reintroducing, um, complex sugars back into my diet, And so, you know, for me anyways, I cannot have sugar. (laughs) And it's, you know, I love chocolate cake. I love cookies. I love, I mean, there's just things I love. I love, love them, right? Um, And I can't have them. And, you know, the amount of suffering that I go through to eat them, it's just not worth it, right? So if I'm going to have something, A, it's going to be really high quality. And B, it's probably going to be one of the truffles that's currently sitting in my fridge, (laughs) Um, and so that was my, uh, my note for today. So what does your poo tell you, right? What does your body tell you? And especially if you're having issues with being grounded and figuring out, um, kind of really getting in touch with what your body is trying to tell you this list making of what you eat and symptoms, um, can just, it can really be eye opening for what your body truly needs. And so, you know, I had taken a yoga class, um, this must've been five years ago. And the instructor was talking about how, um, if you eat a whole bunch of like French fries, French fries and fast food and all this garbage that what your body ends up craving is like a salad, right? Like your body's like, God, I want a salad. And what, you know, I found was that in general, my body actually craves, um, you know, some protein mostly fruits and vegetables, um, and quite a bit of starch, right? Like we're talking, you know, homemade sourdough breads and, um, and rolls and those types of things, you know? And, and when I think back on when we tried like the South beach diet and you take out all the carbs, you know, I had the most insane gas you can imagine and my stomach was so angry that you know, we only made it like a week and a half because I was like, look, I can't even go to work because basically, like, I will blow people out of my office with you know <laughs> my my tushy. So um everything, you know, I don't understand. I think now, you know, kind of as a older adult, I don't understand the fad diets. What I really do um see is making a big difference is actually um lifestyle change, right? So this lifestyle change for us um has now been, you know, for about six months. And there's no going back, right? Like, it's not like it's a struggle anymore, right? The first probably, I would say two months were a struggle where all I wanted after a meal was dessert. Um, I'm a stress eater, so I'd, I'd be stressed and I would want, you know, chocolate or candy. Um, and what I noticed was that those things definitely went away with time. Um, you know, now my body doesn't want that, Right. Um, I do have a cookbook that I got that is, um, uh, baking without refined sugar and, um, there's some fantastic recipes, right? So I've made a number of different types of cookies where, you know, basically they've been sweetened with more honey. Um, I have tried the coconut sugar. I don't like it nearly as much. Uh, and I don't like a lot of the stuff that has kind of a chemical flavor, right? Uh, I'm not trying to swap out sugar for chemicals basically. And so, um, But, you know, I'm kind of chugging down the list. I'm trying a number of recipes to see what I find that actually tastes good that everybody in the house kind of likes. So if I find a good recipe, I will post it so you guys can try it as well. But um, my food for thought on this glorious last day of January is try to listen to your body. Try to listen to your inner self and challenge yourself. I challenge you to pick something for 100 days that you are not good at to do it for 100 days and see if you get better. So join me in the 100-day project And thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the flip side.